you want to check us out on all of our social media platforms, on Twitter at tinfoilhatcast, reddit.com backslash r backslash tinfoilhatshow, on Instagram at tinfoilhatpod, or allcomedytshirts.com, email us at tinfoilhatpod at gmail.com. Because if you want daddy to get mad, daddy's going to get mad. Get mad. Here we go again. Tin foil hat for the children. We teach the children. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, yo. And we are back in the saddle, back in the bunker, going deep. You know who we are. You know what we're here to do. Off the grid, how are you? Living, loving. Look at that hair. Right now, panties are dampening. Hey, shout out to Holy Grounds. If you guys ever want to go to an amazing uh, coffee shop, go to Holy Grounds. Yes. If you're in Los Angeles, hit on Holy Grounds. That's some fucking shit. It was native, made on a native burial ground, and you'll get your coffee. Will get an extra hit of haunted. It's in East LA, and guaranteed, it's not gentrified yet. Yo, we are excited. It is. It is. It is Skankfest week, homeboy. NYC, get ready, cause the fucking tinfoil hats coming. Guns a blazing, kicking doors, blazing four fours. Okay, that's what we're all about. We're going to do it. We don't know the exact time. Uh, I think we're in the middle because they don't understand our power. Okay. On Sunday, you're saying? Sunday, I think three or four. Tim Dillon will be joining us. You saw Tim Dillon's amazing 15-minute special on Netflix. So that's that. Uh, many new shirts are coming up. How many? What's the number up to almost? How many? New? I think I counted last. We have 13 new designs coming out. We're going to re- slowly lo- roll them out. So I think you're going to enjoy them. 13 new designs on allcomedytshirts.com backslash tinfoil hat. Come get a shirt. Support the group. Grab your shirt. Go to Skankfest and watch us drop knowledge on these unsuspecting fools. We will be popping minds like champagne bottles in New York City, Brooklyn. I am doing skank. Fa- I am doing the goddamn comedy jam, and only have one verse of sabotage memorized. I am fucked. Sounds like you're sabotaging yourself. And as we talked about last time, yeah, I like that. Uh, we are close to the big 500 on Patreon. That's right. Only about uh, 76 more people. Damn. 76. You know that is. You know that number means. Yeah, it's deep. Oh, man. Why did I agree to that? Uh, basically, if we get to 500, our good friend right here, Ryan Davis, will dress like whatever furry animal you want. We'll put it out there. I won't dress. I will become a furry. What is I will that go wa- to a furry convention. What? I will accept the furry lifestyle. I want you to go as that weird, like, duck beaver animal. What is that duck beaver animal? Duck bill platypus. Platypus, dog. Yes, we're going to allow you to pick, but I prefer the platypus, dude. Because the weirder the animal, the more beaver you get at these conventions. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Am I right? So we get the 500, dude. It doesn't even have to be $5 500s. It's just 500 Subscribe. Watch this dude dress up and get weird, okay? With that, please welcome our friend. He's one of the original guests we had on here. His episode is great. He blows minds. Everybody loves him. Uh, I, I think he's in my phone as Aaron, the black Luminati guy. Uh, <laughs> he's a friend of mine. We've done tours together. We've uh, listened to Filipino cover bands from around the world. My good friend and soon to be yours, 
Aaron Bowden, everybody. How What's are you? Up? Yeah, man, this is awesome. Yeah, this dude. Awesome space. Glad you guys are doing great, man. The show has grown yeah. since you you were a big part of it because you got weird early. And I said, you know what? We got to <laughs> keep getting weird. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, you hit, you came back from Kanye West at the Hollywood Bowl and I was bartending at the Ha and you're like, dude. When did frickin' hip-hop become, like, this fiery demon shit? Yeah. What the fuck? And I go, dude, it's because they worship the devil. And you're like, what? But you knew it. Like, you saw it in the show. Like, what the fuck are these guys doing? It is so Drinking weird. blood and what? And then, uh, and that's it, man. I was fascinated f from, from right about that moment. Yeah. It, is, it is really weird out there because, you know, I grew up, you know, I was born in the 70s. Yeah, I'm old, okay? But... You know, I was getting the end of that uh, de rock uh, devil stuff and like, and I thought it was cool because it was, for me, it was more about like, fuck the establishment. And maybe that was my interpretation of it at the time because we were all like, oh, these stupid Christians, they think this is devil stuff. And like, now I'm starting to look at like what's going on with this stuff going on in rap. And it is so blatantly bad now. Now I got to go back and look at that stuff and also be like, dude, that's some, that's got to be super creepy as well. But I mean, yeah. like, I don't know, maybe I'm just romanticizing metal and I'm sorry about that. But what we see going on right now in hip hop is like, it's... I maybe because we're like thirty years or forty years into the music industry, where like they've been like like hinting, hinting, hinting. Now to be edgier, it's just blunt force, right. like devil shit. But in reality, if you go back, I mean the 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 Robert Johnson at the crossroads, he made the deal with the devil. I mean it started back then. Elvis was was occultic in nature. I mean, he was run by the by the colonel, Colonel Tom Parker. He was his MK Ultra handler, man. I mean, it goes way back, and the symbols transfer over. If you look on a Judas Priest album, these young dudes today are using the same symbols, same hand gestures, same occultic, esoteric Babylonian mystery symbols. It's all over their albums. They tattoo it on their body. I mean, it's it's the same. It's so interesting thing. because people don't want to believe it could happen. Like there's this, we've said this before on the show, where there's this notion that entertainment is like sports and only the best, the best get to perform. Because in sports, if you don't have the best, you don't get the results. But that's not the same in entertainment. Entertainment is who is the gatekeepers yeah. going to let you let onto that yeah. stage? And, it, and the theory with them, and particularly in this town, is that you're going to watch or listen to whatever we put out. Yep. And they're slowly yep. learning that's not true, but this is like a you know uh, twenty years of social engineering where it's gotten to the point where people are like, okay, what, yeah. what, yep. and now it just seems more blatant. So the the point, the point of that whole little rant right there is that these people who are getting out aren't necessarily the best; they're just the ones willing to play ball. You know, so you have uh, so th there's this famous story that at one point I think in the eighties, uh, early eighties. Uh, all the head of the radio execs got together in this room and these guys came in and they, uh, they said, well, we, you know, we represent all your owners mm -hmm. and you are now going to start pushing, uh, this type of music because we own giant shares in privatized prisons and we want to fill our, our, our jails yeah. up, which are basically to yeah. them condos, you know, yeah. and and hut. And there were people who were like, there's a guy who said he was there and he protested and they kicked him right the fuck out. And, you know, he lost his job and all that stuff. So uh, the notion that this 
that that it's too big to control is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, who... I mean, they perfected it with the Beatles, man. The Beatles changed society. You know, they brought in their guy. They they got rid of the James Paul McCartney, the the original Paul McCartney. Brought in the Paul McCartney, William Shepard, and he was a high level Mason, and he he ran those guys, and he turned them from the Beatles into Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. You know, I mean, the guy was in a Beatles cover band called Billy Pepper and the Pepper Pots, <laughs> and then. They kill Paul on September 11th, bring him into the Beatles, and all of a sudden this dude is like turning them into – they're doing these symbols and the, and the Baphomets and Aleister Crowley's on the cover. I mean, dude, the evidence is overwhelming. I, I'm telling you it's a different dude. I have and they two regrets. It. I have two regrets. One is that I turned down a free ticket to go see David Bowie. But I thought this old dude, this iron worker was trying to bone me. So I was like, if I think he is and I go to David Bowie, then he's like, hey, man. <laughs> I bought you a ticket to a trans. You got to put out yeah, if you go yeah. see David yeah. Bowie. So with that's an my older first guy. regret. My second regret, and now that you're talking about it, is I met Ringo Starr one time, and I was talking to him, and I was just, I just should have been like, did Paul really die? And I should have just looked in his eyes as I'm shaking his hand, but instead he goes, I play the drums, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah you play the drums. <laughs> he said that. Yeah, it was the most hilarious thing ever. I'm backstage and. He was, was well. Hold on, you're yeah. backstage at what? You, how do you just jump over that? You remember that sexy Pilates instructor? She was his Pilates instructor. Without <sighs> don't, don't say the names. Hold on, yeah. this happened recently. This was like two years ago. Oh man. Uh, oh okay, mm, I remember? know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. She was like uh, real good friends. With just catch him off. I played the like... drums. Imagine if you said that to some like. <laughs> Like, I already thought that Ringo was, like, a little, the slow guy in the group. Yeah. Now I think he's even slower. I, he's awesome. I did the same thing. I was at Starbucks in Studio City, and a buddy of mine's a, he's a pretty well-known character actor, and he fucking, I turn around, he's standing there with Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> and I fucking love Van Halen. I mean, it was my childhood idol, and this is what I did. I went, Eddie! Like, that's all that would come out of my mouth. It's like... My you friend know. did that. We got we got to go backstage. <laughs> Our friend Pyro Pete back in Vegas got us backstage. We backstage tool and we <laughs> met Maynard and the one guy nobody wanted to talk with talked. He's like he was was Bill Hicks cool? We're all like motherfucker, dude. Motherfucker. You shut up. You're not the guy that answers for us on the family <laughs> yeah. feud. You don't get to be the guy. <laughs> We voted dad and shit about man. He just looked at him and just walked yeah. off. I'm like, oh, you ruined my dreams. My dreams are dead. So I wanted to bring you on to talk about this guy that, you know, we get hit up by people to do shows all the time, episodes or topics, and we try our best to do. We get bombarded by people. And uh, but one that's came in by a couple of my friends. Another one is my friend Chelsea from San Fran. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Told me to look into this, and that's Triple X Tentation, right? I like it. He, uh, his death, and all the the mysterious shit around it. Now, I remember watching it as the news was breaking, and I kind of broke my it kind of broke my heart that this guy's death was being broadcasted on Instagram. Now I know people have killed themselves on it, and that's disgusting and sad, obviously. But like the the actual like you know, promotion of this death on Instagram. Right. I was like, this is a new low for America. I know on live leaks, they, they show you, but, but it's not like as it's happening, you know? And 
So I was like, fuck, man, this is... And then all this stuff started coming out about him and Drake and all this shit. So I want to get into that. Do you know anything about this <laughs> rapper? And we'll get into the death, but the rapper and history of him. I mean, I don't his. I, well, he's from Florida. I'm from Florida. Okay. Oh, no. so, Two wow. strikes against you, him. Tom he's Rhodes from, and, and Tom yeah. Petty. By the Tom way, Rhodes, Florida yeah. is one of the most underrated cities out there. Uh, cult, in terms of art, it's a wonderful place for art to be. Uh, to come out I mean like great com some of the best comics in the country come out of the in particular that Orlando area yeah. there's great some comedy scene wonderful comedians Daniel so Tosh is from uh, from down Tosh there. Eric Myers Jim Morrison was there for a little Jim bit Jim Morrison yeah Carrot Top say what you want that guy made oh, yeah. bank out yep. of that man but uh, I don't know how the rap scene is. I'm sure Miami's got a wonderful mm -hmm. rap scene. And uh, so this guy is part of this group called uh, Mumble Rappers. And, you know, whenever a guy my age talks about mumble rapping, the young kids <laughs> try to tell me it's not for you. You know, it's like, hey, if it's good, it's for me. Okay. Mm -hmm. I can't go out there yeah. and watch, uh, enjoy Stranger Things, enjoy uh, uh, Run the Jewels, uh, The Avengers, all this shit that's all in, I enjoy. And because your rappers suck, okay, don't say it's because I'm an old guy, because I've seen the evolution of this shit, and I've seen the best that have done it. And these guys, these raggedy yep. and looking motherfuckers coming with these, trying too hard with the tattoos on their faces. It's not my thing. You're right. Because it's not that great. Okay? Wu-Tang, Tupac, Nas. Well, you know, I had somebody told me that uh, Old Dirty Bastard was the original mumble rapper. <laughs> you know, that he did some mumble rapping. And like, okay, maybe there is something into that. But he was one part of this bigger thing with these fucking, uh, you know, uh, these lyrical poets who would just spit rhymes like this. And then we're and like a primetime, you know, Eminem, whether we want to say he's in on this whole fucking dark art shit you know but still the lyrics were amazing like these guys you know it's like it's garbage well if you think his name uh xx tension or tentation whatever you mm -hmm. want to call it uh his real name is even harder to say okay it's what is it jose Dwayne ricardo onfroy why don't you go with dj dasse it's fucking great it's a great name it's a great name he sounds like a phd and like linguistics or something it sounds like a, an order at a french restaurant yeah. i'll have the jose duane but back, before we get your opinion on i i believe that this move he is part of this movement again of the because we saw like kind of in my opinion like this movement to like a smarter type rap you know where it was like i you know we've seen Elevated. in hollywood where it's like this pro black male image as it should be because I think Hollywood was all part of this like making gang banging cool type move that we saw the movies the, hey man gang banging is cool oh you're all in jail I always wanted to see how they and I'll let you go is that how uh, how many famous black celebrities when they get arrested the ones that do get arrested not all of them obviously but the ones who how do they get arrested because these rappers try to tell people like resist the cops do all this shit and they get shot and killed and then I bet you if you find these famous black uh, uh, they're just going quietly so it's like this this mumble rap I think is a push again towards worshipping stupid and that's where I, I want to get your thoughts on that I mean I agree I think I mean it's kind of like I think when they ch when they choose you it's not that these guys aren't talented like this kid I mean I listen to some of his, his music it's pretty good I mean and I like I like future. I like some of that mumble mumble mouth stuff That's because cool. the beats are good. It, it and plus when you're on a gallon and a half of codeine cough syrup and two blunts, 
you know. What do you call that, Thursday? Two pigs fucking sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? But, yeah. but, um, but I think they choose you and, and because of your work ethic or your background or something they can tell will spark something where people will enjoy you. And then they surround you with the right people and put you to work 24-7. I mean, look at Cardi B, man. She's gone from uh, what's the Love and Hip Hop show, and she's a household name. And she's actually a pretty good rapper. But if you notice in the past year, her, she's developed to where she's at superstar status. I mean, they, they just need somebody that will, they know will work nonstop. And they put you out. They put you on the road. You're going to turn out albums. You're going to do movies. You're going to do videos. You're going to do this, that, and this. And this kid, I think, got caught up in that. Because it's obvious if you look at him, he was in that club. I mean, they don't let any anybody that goes big is in that club. They may not be quote-unquote Illuminati or whatever, but they are initiated into the occult world of that type of symbolism. They're the idols that we worship in the Babylonian mystery religion that nobody knows that that's their religion. Atheist, whatever. So, like, I mean, his hair is black and white. You know, yeah, every Masonic hall has got black and white floor. Yeah, yeah. Black, white. There's a video of him hanging himself in a black and white shirt. Black and white shirt with two other dudes around him. I mean, they love to mock the Bible. That's that's their thing. What's what's his other video? Uh, you know, roll in peace. His his buddy Kodak Black ends up he ends up shot dead in a car through in the, the through the window. Yeah. So these symbols are there. I mean, if you pull up like <laughs> like if you pull up his album covers, you know. Kill yeah. me. He's got his one eye. Yeah. Left eye doing the sixes right there. You know, black and white hair. He doesn't have his tattoo there, but he's got, you know, I think it was an upside down cross, which yeah, is, which that was is Lil Wayne Lucifer. Well. Yeah. It's almost like everything's getting amplified because when you really think about it, like heavy metal, uh, that term comes from, it's actually coined from a journalist who was, uh, did an interview with Jimi Hendrix and he said he was trying to recreate the sound of heady, heavy metal falling from the sky. And so you think of just the origins of heavy metal. Then it moves forward to Sabbath. Now we're talking Black Sabbath. And yep. then it's got to get more and more amped yep. till we get to Slayer. And then you got to get to like Black Swedish metal. We're burning down yep. churches, taking back pagan lands. Yep. It only makes sense with hip hop in a sense where for us, us guys, we think of Jay-Z and Rockefeller. They were like, okay, we're not going to go Freemason route. We're going to go old school Rockefeller going to throw up that illuminati that's why he's always throwing up the symbol you know yeah so they're like well that worked if old man jay-z can do it now because he's old now yeah like what can we do we can take this up a notch with satanism and put it right on our face and yeah they're like dude yeah but there's a script to it as well man Mm -hmm. they got to be well because if you saw that tech What's the, the what's the clown? Takashi six nine. Takashi six nine. <laughs> you know the Raggedy Ann looking yeah. motherfucker. Oh, yeah. You know who's like you know, and we've talked about it on the show before. The Billboard Top Twenty is total bullshit. It's not real. It's like they tell you what's hot, so you go check it out. I, I'm top six of this, dude. Like if you can't show me how the numbers are crunched. Like we again, we talk about this on like television. It's like the Nielsen ratings. You remember how forever they tell you like we don't know how like they got these boxes and that that's done on purpose. Yeah. Oh yep. oh Netflix, which I love and you love. Nobody knows. Nobody. Oh well, nobody knows the numbers. That's done on purpose, dude. 
Oh, the Oscars? Yep. Who wins the Oscars? Oh, it's this one company. They're the only one who knows the results. I would love to know who it's owns got, that well, company. The, I mean, it's, it's got he's got the clown hair. The clown the clown is an MK Ultra trigger. I mean, if you see, he's got it. Remember when Chris Brown did it? He went batshit crazy, came out with the clown colored hair. Yeah, it's an MK Ultra trigger, man. They 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 do he it for punishment. Signs. Remember, um, what's her name? The hmm. big chick, the Playboy chick, the Southern. Lady, oh, she yeah, was Anna uh, Nicole Smith. Yeah. Remember, she did the clown. Britney Spears has done it. Clowns. The clown is a big MK Ultra. Because you know that clowns, they use clowns to uh, bring the children into the gas chambers <sighs> during the during the internment camps <sighs> through yeah. the Jews. So I the kids would be clowns. led, and they'd be led into the gas chamber, and looking into the window is just a clown oh, looking back God. at you. God, that's just so it horrifying. makes sense that who's it, that piece of shit Nazi like dog. people always go like <laughs> if you could kill anybody who would you I'm like there's people I mean I take out Hitler I take out the Rothschild I mean there's so many people that need to ask curb stomping you know um, but, but I, I mean look black and white again you know there's his there's his Baphomet with his freaking left eye you know it's everywhere I mean, it's a serpent now the, the question mark itself upside down with the line over it I mean, there's another album cover. He's got the devil on his shoulder. In a sense, there what I that's, almost can see what's happening that's with a hip-hop. satanic cross, you know. Yeah. That's the devil or Saturn, whatever, you know. Uh, the, the, the black cube of Saturn comes back But think back, back to again. when you guys were teenagers, like cymbals and all that, whether it's punk rock or hip-hop or whatever you're really into, there's something that draws you towards it because it's a sense of rejecting what you were brought up with. Yeah. So if these kids... Uh, in the whatever, you know, because this isn't just an urban thing. These are just kids, black, white, right. whatever, all across America, across the world. This is like a symptom of the world they've they've seen. If you think that any kid that was born past 9-11 has been in a world of war, yeah. nonstop global war. Yeah. So why would their music and their and their culture and their fashion and their art not also be that that's just broken and and everything that it, it's a mirror? You yeah. Know? It is. And uh, then corporations, like we were talking about before the mics turned on, uh, they use it to actually advertise. And I was wondering, what was, uh, we were talking about it being in Xanax, being in, in, in lyrics. And oh, everything. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Phil yeah. Future's got a song called Percocet. Let's Mar get, I, I want to get into that real quick after we get into this because right, right, I want right. to get into the, the death of this guy and then we'll get into the darkness that all this. Pop, pop culture. Right. I've got the rise and fall if you want me to fill in. Yeah, let's get some rise and fall. And then I want to talk about his death because I found it very peculiar. All right. Which sparked the. Sometimes this is done on. Eddie Bravo thinks this is all done on purpose to get people going, both misinformation wise and, you know, just to get the fight going. Yep. Over the past uh, two years or so, the late rapper XX Tashion had experienced a tumultuous and relatively rapid rise to success, punctuated by serious legal issues and disturbing acts of violence. He signed a record rumored to be worth $6 million, despite a video that surfaced showing him hitting a fan in the head with a microphone at the Rolling Loud Festival in Mountain View, California. Uh, at the time of his murder in June of 2018, which is just last month, he was awaiting trial for the 2016 domestic abuse case in which he was charged with aggravated battery of his then- girlfriend pregnant as well domestic battery by strangulation false imprisonment and witness tampering taking in the full scope of these events it's difficult and overwhelming so i've compiled a timeline so we can get this all going the rise of triple x i wish this was the third installment of the vin diesel but it's not uh pre-2014 let's humanize this human etcher sketch i'm sorry man uh 1998 to 2011 he grew up in pompano beach 
uh, Lauder Hill, South Florida. So you're it's from basically there. Fort Fort Lauderdale. Yes, yeah. it's, it's uh, between Miami and West Palm Beach. No, no father. He had a mother and uh, and his grandmother. When he was six, he tried to stab a man who was quote messing with his mother. I mean, you got to do what you, if it's, it's that's your mom, dog. Yeah. He was also expelled from his first middle school for fighting. In his teenage years, he developed a passion for music. He was drawn to new metal and rock as well as rap, and he tried to teach himself to play the guitar and piano. In middle school, his mother tried to encourage him by signing him up for choir, but he eventually was kicked out of the program for violence. Uh, so in 2014, he dropped out of high school at the age of 10th grade. Done. Wow. We're done with education. We're moving on. All right. <laughs> well, you know, there's people who drop out of high school that are incredibly brilliant. Oh, I mean, no, Albert no, Einstein and stuff like that. You know, as a guy that struggled in school, I mean, school, you know, it's like you'll learn this when you be in, in Los Angeles. I say this all the time. It's like L.A. is full of some really um, intelligent people, but they're not smart, meaning they know systems. You know, they can write mm -hmm. you the best script. They know the system to write a great and they're, they have this amazing vocabulary, as I fuck that word up. <laughs> but they also, that doesn't mean they have any street smarts. They don't, they're, they're easily manipulated emotionally and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. School is meant to get you to, they reward those who follow the rules and they punish those who show no desire to be told what to do. That's all this is. Yeah. And, you know, we, on, the, uh, on a podcast we did recently, we were talking about college and what, how important college is. Like, like to get an I, all you're getting is a paper that says you follow the rules to a certain level. Ivy League is just basically, hey, hey psst, I'm in the club. You know, yeah, Harvard, yeah. Yale, that, that's all fucking. Dude, yeah. the Supreme Court is all Harvard or Yale. That is skull and crossbones. You play ball. You're in the league. And that's why they thrive over everybody else. You know, that's... Oh, that, yeah, yeah. You were in a fraternity. What, uh, what's the weirdest thing you had to do? Have sex with this chick while my roommate watched. That was about it. Hmm. Okay. Well, that see, wasn't that bad, right? On but a I'm low level, it's, it's, it's like something at a low level. You can only imagine when there's billions of dollars at play. Music industry, we're talking fine, uh, the pharmaceuticals. It's, it's a combo, like, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why they do it. They, they, when the skull and bones, they, one of the rituals is you lay in a coffin naked, you masturbate while you're telling all your sexual secrets. Because you have to be, first of all, they have leverage on you, you have leverage on them. And then later in life, you, you might have to do a humiliation ritual where they're going to make you look like an asshole, like a John Kerry or whatever. They're going to throw you under the bus to look like a douchebag. So you, you have to take it for your side of the left-right paradigm. So they just, it's an early humiliation ritual, so you're used to it. And they wink and nod, and you guys go play golf together. But in public, they're going to make you look like a douche. After he dropped out of high school, wow. it was 2014, he spent nine months in a juvenile detention center for gun possession charge. Uh, during this time, this is when he met fellow rapper Ski Mask the Slump <laughs> God. Ski Mask the what? Slump God. <laughs> Ski mask, the slump god. Do we have any pictures of that guy? I uh, know, but I can find one for you here in the moment oh, for sure. Uh, Ski mask, the slump god. I do like that name, though. After being released, be with you. They, they hooked up. So the two go on to collaborate, several projects. Now moving forward, November 2015. Uh, he's charged for committing home invasion, robbery, aggravated battery. And, and dude, it's just, we know he got out of jail, <laughs> right back on in, dude. So... Was he signed by any record labels yet at this moment? No, by, uh, so See? as he's in jail, it, 
as he's in jail on December 31st, 2015, look at me, uh, became his first big signal and it came out on SoundCloud. So see, dude, listen to me. Why, <laughs> why does this guy explode? Why? If we're, if you say nothing happens by, you know, that they're all handpicked. Why does this guy explode? What does he represent? He represents single mothers. And listen, if you're a single mom, this is not, you did the best you can. I'm not sitting there saying that, to, that you had any, if you try to get the dad in life, dad didn't want, we respect that. But this one parent home thing, uh, you know, uh, violence, violence, violence. Okay. Violence against women, gunplay, all that stuff. Why does he get signed anywhere? If you, this was any other form of entertainment. Or let's say this was a white guy, right? A white guy. Who would sign this dude? Let's say this was a white comic. Would he get signed to a fucking sitcom deal? <laughs> no, because it doesn't fit the paradigm they're trying to fucking push. Yeah. yeah. Which is crime, 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 crime. At the highest fucking point. levels. Yeah. I mean, that's my, I mean, like, that that's not trying to be point. racist. I'm saying this, this shit is done on purpose to promote a certain lifestyle. So why is this guy who's shown this now this complete utter ability or desire to promote this agenda, which is like Satanism, Satanism, Satanism all the time. You it's know? funny that you say promote because in his first long form interview, this is now 2016, and believe me, he, his timeline isn't long because his life isn't long. Uh, his very first one is in this uh, hip-hop podcast called No Jumper. He discussed his troubled past and his time in the juvenile detention center. He includes a very graphic story about beating up a cellmate who refers to as a faggot, describing every violent act in gruesome detail, and mentioning that he wiped the blood of the man's face on his own face, like war paint. Wow. So we're talking like the guy, he's only he's a teenager at this time. You know, he's not even, this is a detention center for juveniles. In late, in late May 2016, the first instance of domestic violence allegedly takes place with his ex-girlfriend. He threatened to penetrate her vagina with a barbecue cleaner. But yet Chris Hardwick mm. loses everything because he was a meanie boyfriend. Do you understand like the psychological stuff going? And I'm not, you know, I, it's like, what are we promoting? Who are we promoting to? What is our promotion? What do we gain from this? Destabilization. That's what this is all about. There are a million rappers out there putting out positive fucking vibes. Mm -hmm. Never won't get allowed. We've talked about that before. Like this notion that only the best of the best make it in entertainment. Like it's sports. It's not that at all. Dude, it's like they open the door. They open the curtain to only a select few to step onto the stage and get the limelight. And you got to play ball and fit this demographic that they're pushing out. Yeah, yeah, the friend of the show, Tumex, he's the one first really told us from behind the curtain of it all is that elevated, positive hip-hop and music isn't what they're trying to push. That's not what they want. And this is yeah. a hard push again to go back to that NWA stuff. Yeah, where is the... Um, who who did I like back in the day? was um, like Tribe Called Quest. Remember that? De La Soul. Those guys were really good. Public Enemy, like... It doesn't and they have just to disappeared be. the way hair metal did. You remember when hair metal was like metal was crushing, and then all of a sudden, just grunge, which was heroin, depression, yeah. beta shit. Yeah. Yep. So you know, your boyfriend threatens to put a, a barbecue cleaner inside of you without you know you uh, soliciting it. Of course, you're gonna then just move with him to another city because that's what love makes you do, right? 
So in mid-July, the second incident occurs. He allegedly kicked, punched, tackled, and stomped on his girlfriend, threatened to cut out her tongue because he heard her singing another artist's song. At this point, you're damaged, dude. You are damaged. Mm -hmm. You are broken. Yeah. That's broken. Has he blown up at this point, or is he already blown up? He's still moving. And so now this is mid-July, right? August 9th. Uh, he's arrested in 20, uh, for his 2015th robbery assault charges, and he's held at the Broden Regional Detention Center in Fort Lauderdale, which will come back and play full circle. Uh, September 16, he agrees to house arrest and is released from jail. Soon after, he allegedly assaults his ex-girlfriend again, and she confesses to sleeping with another man. According to the testimony, he put a knife to her throat, strangled her for a little bit, and threatened to cut her with a glass bottle. I mean, this is when he found out that, and then, you know, that's September, early October, he finds out that she's pregnant with his child. So, I mean. She's having his kid. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, uh, let's see. So, <laughs> so here's how it gets really good, I, right? I, I, don't, I don't know. There's a mating ritual that goes on in, in, between men and women, male and female, over a very long, this is the most primal of primal. And the, the, the role of the female is to find the best mate possible. We have gotten away from that. We have gotten to fuck, man. We have fucked ourselves to the bottom. I know. What's, ha- what's going on with the, with the women? Well, I mean, why, why are they? I, I get it. They like assholes. They confuse, at a young age, they confuse them for alpha males or something. But, yeah, that's a, that's, that's a deep thing. That's a deep thing. There's an emotional tie. Yeah. I understand that, you know, and there's sometimes there's people who can't get out of relationships. I get that. I have had that in my own personal family where it's sure. not yeah. very good and it's hard. It's, it's fucking hard. But we have seen on general, on a large term, this notion that, we, that love can change bad people. And sometimes you, it's not just not true, man. We ladies, who the fuck am I to say this? And you could fucking, maybe we might lose listeners by saying this, but you know, it's just like, you got to stop mistaking stable for boring and fucking violent and angry for dangerous. You just got to man. It's just got to. It's like, I do a joke about this and like, it never hits with women. They get so fucking quiet, but it's like bad boyfriends. I mean, bad boys become bad boyfriends, bad husbands, shitty fathers. You're not going to change them. The only thing you're going to change is the diaper of the kid you're raising by yourself. That's the fucking truth, man. Yeah. But, but too, on the, on the other hand too, (laughs) the guys, when they're 35 and the chicks are done with the assholes at 32 and then that chick comes around wanting a nice guy. They got to fucking say, no, man, fuck you. You wouldn't talk to me when I was 25. So go get a, Go get yourself a nice girl because guys are getting fucked over by these chicks, too. They run through the party guys and blah, blah, blah. And now they want the guy who's stable. And but they're fucking mental in the head. And before you know it, some dude's 40 and she's taking her kids and taking yeah, the kids I mean, from like, him. He's in divorce listen, court getting fucked. I'm, I, I, I wish we had a female on here who could defend that side. And I'm sure that, that, that men can be a piece of shit. We got to stop uh, rewarding this alpha brain, alpha, not alpha brain, but alpha bullshit that we let going on. Uh, this, this, uh, this knuckle dragger, you know, uh, treat people like shit kind of attitude that we let boys have. We almost celebrate 
alpha aggression and you know i mean like in this daily society where does that where does that where is that where does that still have a place we hear so much nowadays um the term toxic masculinity we just don't Mm -hmm. ever hear the word just um i mean what's the opposite of toxic i mean it's healthy masculinity there is such a thing and i'm surrounded by many men that are just trying to work on themselves because here's the end all end all we as kids we used to think that adults got it all figured out then you become an adult and you're like i'm just a grown-up child yeah you're just an old kid and so we got to stop like bullshitting ourselves the war isn't between the sexes it's that the war is right down in inside it's always inside so much of what we talk about and even with what this hip-hop this crazy shit is as above so below you know, the, the toxic masculinity that I hear feminists talk about, it's also what you talk about, Sam, is they have adopted that that energy and now they're moving it. That's not should not propel femininity, toxic masculinity. It should be we should try to come to a level playing field of acceptance. And and, and the idea of a compromise is when both parties are dissatisfied. You know what I mean? Well, mm-hmm. the, yeah, for sure. The problem is this: like, is we're that not happy. the 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 squeaky wheel group, yes. the, the people, the loud train wreck mm-hmm. people, get all the attention. So, yeah. like, when someone's like, "Fuck these bitches," it's like, no, dude, women are not. My mom is yeah. a woman. My grandmothers were, you know, my aunts, my cousins, all women, dude. I love them. Are they all perfect? No, yeah. but I mean, I love them. They're good people. You know, there's a lot of good people, and you could say the same for men. Like. These fucking assholes are getting promoted, you know, but the average guy doesn't want to hit his girl, doesn't want to rape people, doesn't want to do any of that. They just want to find a nice chick that will be like supportive and not fuck his friends, you know, and like, but, but who gets to find are these train wrecks in the, you know, it's like, imagine, like I put out a tweet, imagine what the divorce rate for an Instagram model must be. Because you get a moment of fucking real relationship where there's that mm. tension moment and you got 30 dicks offering you the world. I, I mean, every day, these hot chicks must get yeah. a 90 billion dick pics promising the fucking world. And it's like, yeah. how, do you, how do you do that? And then you got these super famous guys and these girls want to date the super famous guy. And then guess what? Everybody wants to date the super famous guy. And yeah. it's like, oh, he cheated on me. Yeah, because yeah. he's a fucking super famous guy. It's, it's got to be impossible. I like how you said that this music isn't for us and it's true. It's not for us, but I think that the people that it is for, they shouldn't know who this guy is. It, you, you can't really separate the music from the artist. Once you know, this guy beats his pregnant girlfriend and it's like, it's a proven, it's not just accused of. And yeah, his life came to a violent end because that's what you live by the sword. You die by that sword, you know, mm-hmm. but this youth that, that glorifies this. I mean, I guess I glorified in a sense when I was a teenager, I wanted to see the world burn. So anarchy and punk Mm -hmm. and metal, everything that was leaning towards that made sense. How do we encourage the youth that is just lost and disillusioned that escaping into a purple drink and just turning up Mm -hmm. the bass isn't the answer because really you, you turn on the news and you're like, fuck that. Like, I'd rather just, you know, shut off everything. The problem is, is what we've always talked about. It's like so many people take the first exit off the highway. You know, it's like 
you know, you say there's some good mumble rap. You know, I'd be ignorant to say that all mumble rap is bad. That's an Mm -hmm. ignorant statement to say. There's got to be something to it that makes it popular, okay? But, like, great, like, guitar, right? Right now, guitar music is dying Mm -hmm. because, because it takes time to learn a guitar. Whereas pressing buttons, like, I, did, mm-hmm. I went to a wedding. This DJ put the pers- he faked it like he was DJing shit. He just had a, he just put a playlist out and literally just sat there and probably made a couple hundred bucks for playing a playlist. It is much easier to go watch Telesto or whatever his fucking name is play a fucking thing, drop some Molly, and then you're just yeah. like, oh, then listen to like some dude who's taking time cranking out some fucking, you know, on a guitar. It's like, it's the simplest, most bass form that gets, it's the low-hanging fruit. This is low-hanging fruit, you know? Like, Public Enemy is like deep shit, dude. It's like, okay, what is, oh, dude, this guy's got a fucking message. Do you think we'll ever see the second coming of funk? Because I look at funk as the last time that, like, black and white America grew out their hair and just, fucking hmm. got and like bumped fucking we just we just bumped together you know we dressed like we were from outer space and this shit was funky you know oh yeah my well shit my dad he loved earth wind and fire those were, that was were like his Muto. music he didn't he wasn't a huge rock guy he would he liked the motown and the earth wind and fire commodores funk See, this is why when people are like, you really think that there's people behind the scenes pulling the strings? I'm like, the fact that there isn't love music and there isn't like this push towards peace. Because if you thought the 60s were quote unquote turbulent, it's nothing compared about what we're at right now. There should we should be out in the streets, not protesting and wearing pussy hats or protesting whatever the fucking protest of the week is. We should be protesting war on a mass scale. Mm-hmm. And with love, because that's the only way you're going to yeah. fight this. You don't fight it with yep. violence. Violence begets violence. So it's like, the, that's when I tell people, that's how you know this shit is being controlled. Because positivity is not being pushed. Yeah. And I, I talk to people every damn day. People want the world to be better. We're protesting one, this, your guy or his guy, and the, you're arguing about this guy and that hats. guy. But well, they both do war. Yeah. So it's all, they never, neither they, one of them does not not do war. Watch yeah. Rachel Maddow's. Talk anti-war and watch how quickly she gets fired. Watch how quickly yeah. she gets fired on MSNBC. The the beautiful lesbian yeah. who's a progressive. Oh, is perfectly fine with war, though, because the people signing her checks make money off that. Oh, yeah. Let's get back to this guy. Hmm. So these two days are the important days, October 6th through the 8th. All right. Over the course of the two days, several instances of domestic violence allegedly took this place. According to testimony, he threatened to kill her and her unborn child before elbowing, punching, and kicking her. He then drives her to another apartment with his buddies where him and some homies leave her in a room, confiscate her phone, and she's trapped there for two days. <sighs> Until October 8th, she manages to escape, call the police. Oh, my God. On October dude. 8th, uh, May, uh, Miami-Dade County, and uh, he was arrested and charged for aggravated battery of a pregnant woman, domestic <sighs> battery by strangulation, false imprisonment, witness tampering, he pleads not guilty and is detained in the Brownwood County where he was already. So while he's inside, this is when the Drake shit happens, quote unquote. So he's inside now for this big charge and the beef which we were talking about. The idea is in the hip hop industry, they call it cosign when like someone way above you 
like says your name or like puts some heat out there, whether it's positive or negative, they're co-signing that you're like a name to be talked about. So now he's in jail and uh, he, uh, he pleads no contest to the charges of the armed home invasion on March 26th. Uh, March 29th, an interview in Miami's 103.5 The Beat. Triple X accuses Drake of stealing his flow. He is not a man, quote. I think he's a bitch. That's a bitch move. This is coming from a guy who has beaten his pregnant girlfriend. When you say that someone stole your flow, that is when a comic who is batshit crazy says that a co- another comic stole his essence. Have you ever heard that <laughs> oh, shit? Yeah. I yeah. Know We're that. like, oh, he stole, is, my, he stole my essence. You're <laughs> like, oh, you're, you're a crazy person at this point. Mm-hmm. I got oh, yeah. accused by Dane Cook, who I'm cool with now, but back in the day, uh, of holding the mic like him. Mm-hmm. Little did he know I was just trying to do Beastie Boys. Yeah. <laughs> well, you do. I mean, but still. <laughs> So you want to fill in any of the, the Drake a uh, little bit? That so you don't think he, this is a Drake thing? Is that what we're coming? It, I mean, it's so, what would you say? The evidence would be flimsy. No, he, he did. He dissed him. And then after that, however many months went by, or am I getting ahead of you? No, you're fine. Is no, when on. he, on his um, Instagram Live or one of those said, if I get sacrificed, it was by no. If I get sacrificed, it was by Champagne yeah, Poppy, yeah. or he tweeted it. If I get sacrificed, it's by Drake. So the idea is that you you kill someone in order to get their power, their essence from them. Yeah, you. Well, <clears throat> if you kill somebody, the the idea is or the theory is that if you kill somebody or have somebody killed, it is a blood ritual. It means I am all in. Uh, you. I'm on your side. You have me. I have you. Now, basically, if you have, if you're, if you're a real psycho, it doesn't matter to you. Certain people you can see once they've done it, they want to go back. They wish they had Kanye. One of them, they took his mother. It, oh, it, and you think there was a chance that Kanye s- sacrificed his mom? Guarantee it. Guarantee it. He he says it on stage. He said, "I killed." He said, "Kanye says I killed my mother for this fame shit." Says it, says it on stage, and that's what has it's driven him crazy. And there's other people that have done it, and they they wish they could go back. Now, there's the other theory is that you agree, you sign your contract <laughs> in blood, and you know they're going to take somebody. You just don't know who. It you is. don't know it's going to be your mother. Like I, I heard about Bruno Mars. They'll send you on a trip. Go away on a trip. We're gonna, you're going to go away for two weeks into Europe. You're going to stay in a bungalow. We're going to have a couple actresses come out and hang out with you, and then you'll get a text when it's done. They're going to take somebody you love some people could care less that the money the, the the stuff is it means more other people they it, it eats them up holy fuck yeah yeah so so bruno mars did that if you i mean if you go if allegedly you, if if you go through the list of famous artists that are out now uh it's weird because i've lived a pretty different life and i don't know anybody that's been murdered Right, like that, or suicided, or whatever. You, you know what I mean. But if you look at the list, it is one after the next of people who are famous who lost somebody close to them. Eminem lost D12, uh, Dame Dash, and and Jay Z lost Aaliyah. Uh, Lady Gaga, her best friend, committed suicide jumping off of a um, Supr- uh, a building, yeah. and, and Lady Gaga assumed her personality. Her best friend was the gothy, crazy, weird one. Lady yeah. Gaga was just a normal chick. Um, 
uh, what, what do you call it? Rolling Stones lost their original guitarist. You know Metallica, what I mean? Metallica, uh, Cliff think Sabbath, about it. Randy Rhodes. Bam. Chili Peppers lost their guitarist. Is that go John Bonham? Holy shit. John Bonham. Now, John Bonham may have not been a sacrifice simply because, I mean, they did break up right after that because even uh, yeah. Robert Plant said there is no Zeppelin without this drummer because he's the band. You know, I mean, this guy was insane. Was he a sacrifice? That I don't know. But those guys were so deep into this. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Page Alistair owned Crowley, Alistair like Crowley's apartment in London and their lake house. And they used they, they did rituals. I mean, sorry, they, they recorded one of their albums in his house, like in the stairwell where he did rituals. I mean, Stole those guys were material so like a and motherfucker. Deep. And I believe they act I believe the reason they're the best band ever, you know, song for song is because they were drawing it from some other realm. And it's that's why they don't have a bad song. <laughs> well, they ripped off most of their shit. Did they? They weren't even like they weren't even original enough to change the entire name. They would just add like a word into it, and it's like, oh, that's blah blah blah. It's all blue shit now. You know, but, I've had fights with Joe Bartnick. He's like everybody stole from the blues. No, I'm like they did specific. Like they don't even change the name that much. You know, I'm not yeah, saying they, that that. That means they didn't do all that shit, but it's like there's a, if you're only stealing classics, you're only putting out classics. Right. You know, but we do see where all these people had people around them die. Yeah. Little Wayne, his father, Jay-Z, his nephew, Damon Dash, Aaliyah. Uh, let's see here. T.I., his cousin, Suge Knight, Tupac, Diddy, Biggie Smalls, Ludacris, Camouflage, Lady Gaga, that lady, um, Lena Morgana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj, her cousin, Soldier Boy, his brother. I mean, yeah, a lot of deaths. A lot of death. 50 Cent, Jam Master J, Dr. Dre, Nate Dogg, and his son. Remember Dr. Dre lost his son and his brother when they were in NWA, right? And like, I mean, it's it's uncanny. Rock, pop. Remember the chick from um, from American Idol? She won an Oscar, Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. Her whole family was killed in a in a home invasion, like, shot five people dead like never found the people i mean it's like so but Eric once clapton his son clapton his son fell out the, the prince, window his father so sam uh who don't even at hold on i don't want to get into that right now <laughs> i don't even want you to think about that i can't do that so you don't think he had anything to do with this dre because he's already huge right i'm not saying i don't think it but i'm saying as far as like compared to some of the stuff it's it's flimsy Right. I mean, but see, here's 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 the part we're missing. Now, he met Slump Dog. What is it? Uh, yeah. Uh, Ski Mask Slump God. Slump Dog. Slump God in in prison in the joint. Now, they mm-hmm. became friends. Now, months later, he said on his Instagram live, I nominate Slump God, Slump God as my sacrifice. What? We're going to kill this dude. Right. He said that? That's what he said. So now the theory is, is that Slump God said, fuck it. I'm coming for you. Said, I'm coming for you. And combined with Drake after the fact, hence, and then he died. Hence this picture because of them together, black, white, look at his shirt, his hat, dude says revenge on it. This is two days ago, two days ago. Yeah. So now in Drake's song, am I getting ahead? Holy shit. So now, Drake's song dropped. It's called I'm Upset. It dropped three weeks before uh, Triple X Tentacion. 
uh, was shot. And it says in the lyrics, SMS, um, SMS, triple X. That's the only time I shoot below the neck. Why you keep shooting if you know that N-word dead, right? Bam, that's in his song that came out three weeks before he died. Oh. Now he was, he was now th- there's another one too mm-hmm. on Drake's album, Scorpion, which is his, which is that song is from the album Scorpion that was just released. And it says uh, in, in the track called uh, I'm Upset, it's verse two, it says Louis Vuitton bags turning into body bags. Now they stole out of, Extension's car, his BMW i8, a Louis Vuitton bag, supposedly with a lot of cash in it because he was going to buy a motorcycle. That's where he was at, that he went into at 3.30 p.m., 33. Oh, my God. But see, what you know it's a hit because on the news, <coughs> they say just before 4. So if you, you'll know it's an, an Illuminati hit on the local news and stuff because they'll use a lot of fours, shot four times. I think it was... I think it was Jam Master J. He had 4,000 in cash on him. Shot four times, four, four, four. They love four means it's a hit. And then at some point you'll get, uh, you'll get the lady in red. Now I only have this in my email, but this newscaster, she works for the Broward County Sheriff's Office. Now supposedly in the shooting, uh, he left the motorcycle store just before four but really was at 3.57. But I looked up 10 different news stations. They all say just before 4. In the article, just before 4. One place said 3.57. They blocked him off. Two guys got out. There was an altercation, and he shot him. And they were both wearing all black. Now, supposedly, in one of the early reports, one of the guys was wearing a red mask. Red is a a, a hit color. Right. Um, So then this woman, who's a spokesperson for the Broward County sheriff's office comes out and it's kind of weird like you're showing up to a dude's murder i don't think i'm online let me see it's fine and she's uh, let's see so they have a lady in red when when lady in red for the for the broward county sheriff's department so this is so much of symbology that we talk about also in masonry where at these um mass events there's no i think you got it right so she goes She's in red, and she's talking, and she's saying, she's given the details of the murder, and that usually it's from here, but I found one news clip. She's doing this. Bam. Uh, she's doing some hand signals where it's like her hands her. going into doing she's gonna upside go, down. She's going to hit a couple of these, and that means oh, it's right a there. hit. Leave it alone. The, this is to the judges, the high-level guys. This is... Whoever we got that we're going to pin it oh on, this my kid, God. is going to be pinned on, and that's going to be the end of it. Oh, my God. The investigation ends here. It's it's done. Thank you very much. All right, stop. See, the, the official See at the clubhouse. Death, according to police, Triple uh, X oh was leaving God. the motorsports in Deerfield Beach, Florida, shortly before 4 p.m. is exactly the one that I copy and pasted. When he was approached by two unarmed suspects, or two armed suspects, at least one of the suspects shot and both fled. Uh, it's possible that it's a robbery, is what they're saying. Right. Well, here, here's some. Do you have another no. point? Here's the big thing about this shooting or whatever. There's no fucking glass broken. There's no bullet holes. He's got no blood all over him. There's no. I watched it happen, and they're walking up, and they're like doing like, I can't feel a pulse. I can't feel a pulse. Like, there's no shoot. There's nothing. 
There's yeah. nothing that looks like there was a drive-by or a hit or anything like that. Just this dude slumped in his car, which was very creepy, dude. Which makes me wonder what the fuck really happened. Which makes it even more seem like some diabolical fucking hit. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's the thing. You, you, you never know. If it was a hit and they wanted to make it look like a drive-by, or so, he could have been dead in the car. I mean, he was at the motorcycle place. He left, but... I mean, there's another theory. This his other buddy Kodak Black, who also is a South Florida guy, that he did a he did a video with, um, called uh, "Roll in Peace." No, that was the one where he's broken glass, dead in the car. He's also got a song called "Triple X." Got a song called "Spoke to the Devil in Miami." He said everything was going to be all right. So, to me, if you know. The main devil in Miami is Rick Ross. He's the high mason down there. Like, he runs the hip-hop show. And he's, he'll, kill, he'll kill anybody. So, yeah, I, you know, who, who knows, man? Unbelievable, there's, there's theories, man, they could take this dude and n not even kill him. I mean, I personally don't believe Tupac is dead at all. You know, so would they take this guy out? Tupac, I think, faked his own death. He's, he went to Cuba. He's been in Africa. I mean, I'm telling you, he's alive. But... You know, no blood. Who, who knows, man? Who knows? You will never know. But to us, he's dead. And I heard that bet DSI can also bet on politicians now and all sorts of like <laughs> stuff that's not sports related. I'm wondering if we can get a whole section of Illuminati Mason uh, hits that will be coming out. So I'm thinking probably Takashi 6ix9ine is on there. Well, uh, supposedly he's yeah, freaking he's, out yeah. about this, man. Doesn't it seem like... What's so crazy is, so I read all this, I research him. I never really listened to this guy's music because, you know, I'm an old guy. But um, I found a video and I had to like burn the audio so that you could hear this because, yeah, he raised without a father, hard life, drugs, violence, all this, right? He was 20 years old at his time of death. And we were talking before the mics came on. Could you imagine if they videotaped you when you were 19 years old? Well, and that's the whole thing with Bieber. God. Like... Like any guy that hates Bieber is like an idiot because he literally, I mean, him, Miley Cyrus, who's got demonic shit left and right. They just had their fucking youth broadcast yeah. to everybody. I mean, a million mistakes, man. A million mistakes. Yeah, yeah they, well, they, yeah, they were sold into it. And let me, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a quick story about Biebler's. I freaking, I love Biebs. I work at a bar in Studio City called Residuals Taverns fairly known like industry bar if you bring in a residual check for under a dollar you get a free drink <laughs> one of the bartenders is a musician bass player plays with steel panther and shit super cool dude plays hockey he's from alaska they're playing hockey sees beebs on the ice he's really good because he's freaking canadian so he invites him to the bar freaking beebs shows up one time hangs out has a good time super nice dude at the hard rock uh cafe in universal studios a guy was 32 nice dude corporate trainer, bartender, tats, went up on a building with his friends one night, smoking a cigarette, sat on the ledge, like we've all fucking done a million times. I don't fucking do it. And he f fell off and died, right? So they have, the, uh, they have a memorial for him at the bar. That was their, they love to go to that bar on Sunday nights after work. And frickin' Biebs shows up one, one night, and they go, oh, did you know so-and-so who died? And he goes, he goes, no, what happened? And then the girl told him the story, pulls out his Amex, Bam, throws it down. He buys 150 people a freaking shot. He goes, I'm sorry about your friend. It's awful. Bam. 
shake hands, hugs, and takes off. I got no problem with the beeps. <laughs> no problem Send with Bob. dominating, dog. Dominating. <laughs> so I wanted to play this clip for you, Sam, unless there's anything else that you wanted to hear. Because uh, I thought this was... Can I ask you, is this copyrighted? This is from his personal. This is him. Okay. This is his personal message to his fans. All right. At some point in time. So here. Hey, guys. <laughs> How are you? I won't be long. Um, I really just wanted to directly communicate with those that, that pay attention to what I'm doing and that support me. And I wanted to offer some words of inspiration um, and honestly ask a question. Um, for the words of inspiration, I just really wanted to tell you guys that it does not matter what your dream is or what your goal is. You make sure that it is your prime priority to follow what you believe is good for you. Do not live your life trying to impress someone else and do not live your life trying to be someone you're not and do not live your life making yourself miserable just to amount to someone else's idealism. You don't want your life to be the structure of someone else's dream. You don't want to, you don't want your life to be, you don't want to be following someone that's taking you down a dark road. Isn't that ironic? Wow. That's crazy, dude. So so we're supposed to be someone calling in on Skype. Has there anyone popped up yet? Nothing? All right, so we're going to try to, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I, think, I think you're right, dude. That picture with that hat on creeps me out. Now, so we should all watch out for Ski Mask. Ski Mask Slump Dog. Let's see if his career gets bigger. Yeah. But two... There's another another guy who was one of Drake's openers hmm. was killed a couple days ago or last week. He was 21. He was another one of those young crew. So I, I was reading three rappers have died in the past month. X, this other guy, I can't think of his name, and uh, another one. But And it only so, happens in threes too, correct? Yeah, I think so. It's weird. Let's see, uh, X, three Xs in the occult. That's a uh, means thirty, and then you divide it. It's three and three is three three three, because so it really what XXX people say is six six six. So, I yeah. mean the whole idea is your power of belief. If you believe in some shit, man, it can come true. You know, if you want to see the devil, you could probably find it. I mean that's the inside of his his album cover, his album sleeve three three three. I've never seen three 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 before, but yeah, yeah. exactly what you're saying. So. Well, guys, uh, what a great podcast this was. No, hold on. Hold on. All right. What a great podcast this was. Um, Put on the headphones. That's why. It was a lot of fun. There's a lot of sound. <laughs> and uh, jo can we see her on video? Yes. Do you have a picture? Can we see the picture? <laughs> I don't know why your picture's not coming up. It's you on uh, a... It should be. Let's do some introductions here. Here we go. Here, hopefully this will work. So who are we talking Joining about? us via the power of Skype, uh, she uh, hit us up on YouTube. She is a, uh, I guess, a listener from, uh, she loves the tinfoil hat. Conservative Kate. Please welcome Kate, everybody. Kate, yes. we'll see if we're going to pop in or not. If not, we'll just do the audio. Just, yeah, just, I guess, get it on us. We'll see if it comes Am in. Am I a here? Am I there? If she pops up, then put it back on the screen. If not, 
Kay, we hear you. We're trying to work on seeing you. Uh, the big reason we're having you on, Kate, is that you are have you're getting married now? Is this in Canada? You're getting married? Yes, it's in Ontario. <laughs> okay, so basically, you uh, hit us up and you said you would be honored if Ryan off the grid would do your wedding. Well, you want him to basically officiate your wedding? Whoa! Right. Well, that that was the that was the wish. <laughs> that is the wish. Well, now, that's amazing. If I could go to Canada, I would, but I am a felon and your country doesn't allow me over your borders, unfortunately. Now, what was I supposed to do during this wedding? Just hang out and try to get like bridesmaids pregnant? Well, like, what was I going to do? <laughs> You're definitely going to do stand- hard because my, my sisters, they're my bridesmaids and that- they have children, probably seven altogether. Seven with, kids? With all, with all the kids, so. I'm in the mom. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. What's the name of your husband? Congratulations. Uh, thank you. His name's Michael. Michael. So, do job. you guys uh, do you guys enjoy the show? Um, I I watch it all the time. My husband does not like um, anything on YouTube or internet. <laughs> I, I like this yeah. guy. He, he doesn't like anything on the internet. Smart. Not, nothing. No, I tell him something off YouTube and he ignores me. He won't. <laughs> he he actually will not listen because he thinks it's kind of fake and. You know, there's no there's no real factual evidence behind anything anymore. So, well, I mean, there is something to that. There is a war on information going on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of re- wedding do you want to have in terms of religion? Like, I just went to a, a wedding that was wonderful. And they're like, so why was that guy the priest? He goes, well, well, we just asked him. And it was like a day before. They're like, by the way, what religion are you? And they're like, Mayan. So they just got married mm. Mayan. They didn't even know it was Mayan, <laughs> but it was a Mayan Wedding? Mm. What what type of wedding like are Mexi- you going for? Like Mexican Mayan? Yeah, yeah. well, Mayan Mexican, right? More mm. the Mayans I, were before the Mexicans, right? Am I wrong? Right. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's exactly right. I I just been Mexico actually, and I went to Chichen Itza. So. <laughs> and they <laughs> have those Aztec funny. faces down there, dude. They have straight up Aztec faces. It's chato right. when you have a wide nose. And then the then the uh the the super jaw and then the super bo- uh, cheek structure. Totally. Mm. Um, what type of service are you going to have? Uh, just something not non-religious. Um, uh, yeah, not, not with God or anything. I don't know. Cause there's just, there's so many, um, people coming, not too many people, but like, there's just too many politics with it. So how'd you discover the show? Me and Sam always wonder how a female listeners come across us. Um, well, I'm a really big conspiracy theorist, and I know you guys talk all about the Sumerians and and the Queen being lizard people, and <laughs> no, no, I'm all about it. I've, I've been into conspiracies for years now. I love women that are in conspiracies. I think that's very special. <laughs> I think, I guess like men and women, they're, they're, it's all the same, dude. I just feel that like... When we go to like conspiracy shows, there's a lot more men than there are women, and I don't know why, but it is like that. I think I don't know, man. I don't know. I I love when we meet female listeners. Well, Kate, I'm honored, and perhaps we could uh, uh, try to do some sort of a Skype in. You guys could uh, FaceTime with us at the reception, and uh, we could say hi. That would be amazing. That'd be great. I would love. I told I told everybody I was coming on, and no one really believes me because. No one believes me any, like anything I say. So, <laughs> well, Kate, just know that you are woke, and you are not alone, uh-huh. and uh, you are part of a tribe. 
and they mm-hmm. they don't believe you because they're scared and they think right. because they're very scared of what you're saying might be true and that means that they're going to have to pay attention and they don't want to because they're just they want to collect checks but the day the day of reckoning will come and I don't mean this in this religious thing there's only so much ignoring you could do cuz when the shit's the fan and it will because you know we can't be torturing and doing all this evil stuff to the rest of the world without a little blowback why they're running around like their heads cut off you're going to well, Sorry to interrupt. No, that's it's fine. why it's all coming to a head right now because you can't you can't bottle the truth. It's, it naturally comes out. It, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, tell or, your husband that he gets to save money on a on a traditional wedding ring because he can just get you a tinfoil one. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> there you go. She's like, she got quiet on that. Uh, uh-uh, uh, I want the real <laughs> ring. Okay, I'm cool with a hat, but I'm getting a ring, dog. Thanks for everything, Kate. You're amazing. Kate, uh, sorry we couldn't get you on the screen. I don't know why, but we are no, honored. I, I have it on. It says here that it's that it's on the screen, so Kate, I don't know are what's we, going is on. Is she on screen? Okay. Yeah, I, I have it. I called no, in. See, look, it's just spinning and spinning oh. and spinning and spinning and spinning. So we would love to have you on. Listen, maybe we'll do it another time. Uh, we are working yeah. on a show right now to get. We're working on a tinfoil hat show in Niagara Falls, Canada, and in Toronto. So if we're there, you could come as our guest. As for being uh, such a great listener, we will take no care way. of you. Yes. Oh my yes. gosh, that'd be amazing. Thank you so much. All right, Sunshine, you're great. Thank you for coming on and uh man, have a great wedding, okay? Keep us posted. Thank you so much. Send I'll talk pic- to you soon, guys. Bye, bye. Hi. Congratulations. What Thank a great you. podcast, man. Thank you, Aaron, for coming on. Yeah, you're man, always welcome. Me. Awesome. Welcome. Always fun. And uh you're a motherfucking G Damn. homeboy. I love you to death. Love it. We never Thank see you enough. Guys. We'll so see you again. Fun. Appreciate Kay coming on. I'm glad she's like, well, if Ryan can't make it, Sam, you can do it. Didn't even throw that offer out. Apparently, it's uh, Ryan or Bust. <laughs> what did I do to piss everybody off? Skankfest NYC. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. Take care, everybody. Oh, that sucks. Okay, anyways.